Chapter Thirty Eight of Nature and Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. Nature and Art by Elizabeth Ichabald. Chapter Thirty Eight The Crosses at Land and the perilous events at sea had made it now two years since young henry first took the vow of a man no longer dependent on the will of another to seek his father his fatigues his dangers were well recompensed instead of weeping over a silent grave he had the inexpressible joy to receive a parent's blessing for his labors yet the elder henry through living was so changed in person that his son would scarcely have known him in any other than the favorite spot which the younger keeping in memory every incident of his former life knew his father had always chosen for his morning contemplations and where previously to his coming to england he had many a time kept him company it was to that particular corner of the island that the captain of the ship had generously ordered they should steer out of the general route to gratify the filial tenderness he expressed but scarcely had the interview between father and the son taken place than a band of natives whom the appearance of the vessel had called from the woods and hills came to attack the invaders the elder henry had no friend with whom he wished to shake hands at his departure the old negro servant who had assisted in young henry's escape was dead and he experienced the excessive joy of bidding adieu to the place without one regret for all he left behind on the night of that day whose morning had been marked by peculiar sadness at the lowering prospect of many exiled years to come he slept on board an english vessel with englishmen his companions and his son his beloved son who was still more dear to him for that mind which had planned and executed his rescue this son his attentive servant and most affectionate friend though many a year passed and many a rough encounter was destined to the lot of the two henrys before they saw the shores of europe yet to them to live or to die together was happiness enough even young henry for a time asked for no greater blessing but the first glow of file order over he called to mind rebecca lived in england and every exertion which love founded on the highest reverence and esteem could dictate he employed to expedite a voyage the end of which would be crowned by the sight of her end of chapter thirty eight recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c